I love music. It's something that I listen to on a daily basis while I work. And I'm pretty proud to have a wide, diverse taste in, in music. Years and years ago, a friend of mine and I, we were kind of talking about the different musics and genres and styles that we liked. And we were kidding around that, you know, we could name a lot of these different bands once we hear, heard, heard a song. So we were up at the office and we kind of started playing this little game and he would play a song and I try to guess the name of the band and vice versa. And I was super confident. I just told him, I said, I can name pretty much any band that you play. I guarantee it. Well, he started playing all these far out bands and I started naming them. And he was, he was stunned. He's like, how in the world did you know this? I couldn't believe you knew this band. I was sitting in a chair, had my legs crossed and in my lap, I had my phone. And there was a brand new program out called Shazam. Shazam would, you hit the button, it's going to listen for what it is, and then it's going to go search a database and tell you what, what the, the artist and the track is. He didn't know I had that on my lap. He didn't know that I had my, that on my leg, and he kept playing these random bands. I didn't name every song correctly. There were some that were so far out that he, it would give it away if I would pick that and just kind of knew every single one. But it was probably about every four out of five, I would just guess that he thought I guessed, but I got it right. Once I finally told him what it was, we kind of laughed and, and kind of went on there. And he was like, man, I just, I, you knew every single one of those almost. It was crazy. Well, that's what we experienced last night. We experienced last night, the, the apparatus for controlling the vote. As, um, as Stalin said, very, very, very succinctly, he said, those who decide, who vote, decide nothing. Those who count the vote decide everything. And just like the little Shazam on my lap, they couldn't win every race because that would give it away. But they won the races that they wanted to win. And they did what they needed to do to make sure that those went the way they wanted them to go. Especially the gubernatorial races where literal tyrants and evil dictators were reelected in these states that they had a lot of voting irregularities. In Florida, where there's election integrity, where you have to show a voter ID, Governor DeSantis won by over 20 points and crushed the competition, brought Rubio along with him, and Florida just really did an incredible job last night. There's a lot of states that just are, it's, there are wastelands at this point. If you live in New York, Michigan, Pennsylvania, there's absolutely zero reason to stay. You are in a, in a, in a country with no borders, with no leadership, rampant criminal activity. And honestly, your vote's not going to count because they have this in a situation to where they were telegraphing what they were going to do. The former vice president comes out and says, that, that Republicans aren't going to accept the results of the election because I think they figured out that there was a lot more they needed to do, so they needed to go ahead and, and make this happen a little bit earlier. So again, you just have to look at the, the, the writing on the wall and, and really understand the climate that we're in.
There's a lot of things that happen that I'll discuss, but I think a lot of people are missing the point. I think they're, they are, they're talking about Trump's involvement, which I think was a, a deep issue. They're talking about bad candidates, which I do think was a deep issue. They're talking about lack of funding, which we'll get into that I think was a deep issue. And they'll talk about polling irregularities, which I do believe is a deep issue. But you have to look back at when you cast your vote in the first place, is that legitimate? And I don't believe it is. And I want to I want to show you an article that I saw this morning by Emma Robinson, and it's called It's Obvious Now America's Voting System is Rigged. It says, welcome to the banana republic of Biden, where the voting machines break down and the tabulators fail and the paper runs out on election day. The rigging was so bad, so obvious, so corrupt that even the corporate media was forced to admit that electronic voting machines didn't work across America. This was a conspiracy theory, you might recall, just the day before. But lo and behold, the machines were all down in Mercer County, New Jersey. They were full of mishaps in Harris County, Texas, and in Chesterfield County, Virginia, and in Bell County, Texas, and in Suffolk County, New York. At least 20% of those machines were not working throughout Maricopa County, Arizona. They ran out of paper in Luzerne County, Pennsylvania. In fact, officials say that roughly 44 polling locations in Luzerne County, which is a deeply red county, ran out of paper to print ballots. Of course, it's completely normal on election day for 44 polling places to run out of paper simultaneously. Don't start fueling conspiracy theories by noticing that such a shortage must be deliberate. It was always the case that the Washington Uniparty was going to rig the election against Trump-aligned candidates. The swamp was not interested in victories for candidates like Blake Masters in Cary Lake in Arizona, Herschel Walker in Georgia, Dr. Oz and Doug Mastriano in Pennsylvania, and it was not interested in the continued careers of troublemakers like Lauren Boebert and Ron Johnson. Notice that almost all those races are currently too close to call this morning or called for the Democrat long before the votes could be counted. Now, this article is about three hours old. Democrats need to disrupt the Republican vote in Arizona to stop Masters and Lake. And what a coincidence. The machines go down in the red precincts of Maricopa County and keep working elsewhere. Democrats needed to disrupt the Republican vote to stop Lee Zeldin in New York. And what a coincidence. The machines go down in Suffolk County. That's Lee Zeldin's hometown. A day after the election, the corporate media is telling you that the late arriving mail-in ballots are still to be counted in order to decide elections in Arizona, Nevada, and elsewhere. If you can believe these obvious lies, you can believe anything. What does the vote rigging look like? All these corporate media outlets in America get their real-time votes from Edison Research, and obvious vote rigging patterns emerge when you chart the vote dumping in real time. Here's the Georgia Senate race between Herschel Walker and Raphael Warnock. Any blue spikes for Warnock that you notice? And so we're going to look at this chart. If you're listening and can't see it, you can see about three-quarters of the way in when Walker is starting to, to, to rise and meet where um, Warnock is, then you see a, a, a monster blue spike and it never uh, levels out from there. Then you go down to Minnesota Governor Tim Waltz and Scott Jensen, the Republican for governor. You can see there's a monster blue spike about a quarter of the way in and it never even caught up from there. So it's kind of interesting how these blue spikes just, just hit all the time and we, we see them all the time. Here's another one in Illinois, the Senate race uh, for Tammy Duckworth. After two minutes after the polls closed, see this monster spike there? It's like a little plateau. Two minutes after that race was called, then you look at the attorney general race in Michigan, and the Republican at the very end was actually ahead, and then there's a monster spike. 
that we see again. So again, like I said yesterday, and I don't want to, I don't want to come across as negative. I'm just, I'm just being a realist. That's what I was trying to say yesterday. And I'm telling you that if there's no consequences for this, if there's no consequences for the rigging, for the cheating, for any of this shenanigans that goes on, they're going to continue to do it. You literally have in Arizona, all these vote voting blocks go down, these machines go down. And who is in charge of that? Well, it's the gubernatorial candidate that's going against Carrie Lake, Katie Hobbs. She's a secretary of state. She's in charge of the elections. And it's just, an, it's, a, it's a disaster, but it's going to benefit her. I'm not sure how that race is going to go, but I mean, it's looking like Lake could catch up and, and kind of hold the hold the line there, but I'm not, I'm, I'm hundred percent not sure, but I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't go that way. And again, when I saw it happening yesterday, when I saw it happening in Pennsylvania, when I saw it happening in New York and in Arizona, I kind of knew, and I had that feeling that we're going to experience the same thing in 2020 because there's no consequences. There's no arrests, there's no consequences. And so that's what we can expect. There was something that I wrote yesterday, um, and I put it on Gab, or this morning I put it on Gab, and it's from Joseph Stalin. Those who vote decide nothing. Those who count the vote decide everything. I, uh, and I said, I said it on the podcast yesterday. I have zero faith in the electoral system because I know there is mass fraud. No voter ID, mail-in balloting, machines and paper not available, mass early vote, vote drops, etc. Until this is cleaned up, until there are arrests, until there are consequences, this will not only continue to happen, but get much worse. That's what we're seeing. And again, I don't want to be, I don't want to be too down about it because I expected this to happen. Hopefully they hold the house. It's going to be a very, very narrow margin. And if, if they do, the Senate is still up for grabs and the gubernatorial races did not go anywhere near a lot of the predictions. So what I want to, um, what I want to kind of go over, and like we said, is a couple of the issues that I think were that caused problems. I wanted to get the fraud out there because I don't think it was entirely left to just voting, vote cheating and fraud. I obviously think that if every single vote counted and if it was above board and there was election integrity, there was voter ID like is, is in Florida, I think the results of the election would have been vastly different. But having said that, there are a lot of things that happened that I think were just an ultimate disaster. And as far as the GOP um, kind of came with the first is candidate quality. I don't think that there are a lot of candidates that necessarily were, were, were quality candidates that people wanted to vote for. They were just kind of more against um, the other, the other party per se. I think the prime example of that was in Pennsylvania. You see uh, Oz, he's was lived in New Jersey just came to Pennsylvania and he's running against a literal human vegetable that can't put a sentence together and is mentally impaired. But the, uh, but even with that, I mean, Oz is not a conservative. He's, he's not a person that carries conservative values and we just have no clue how he's going to vote. To me, I think that's actually, um, an advantage that he's not in there because I don't think he would vote the way that we really want him to vote. And that would probably be a discrepancy. But when you look at what Trump did coming in there and promoting Oz instead of Kathy Barnett, which would have been a much better candidate, she was an incredible candidate, an incredible conservative. Um, 
I, Trump just blew that race up and there was no real chance for Oz to win. Now, obviously, if you voted for Fetterman, shame on you. I mean, what a complete waste of a vote that is. And what a, I mean, just a radical, radical candidate that guy is. Just awful, despicable human being. I mean, le literally wanting to let murderers and rapists and pedophiles out of jail. And I mean, that's what his platform was to run on. So the fact that Democrats are so tribal that they would actually vote for that kind of thing, just it's, it's like when Jesus couldn't do any work, he dusted the shoes off and said, I cannot do anything in my hometown and just left. That's what you have to do in Pennsylvania at this point. If, if, if you have people that are among you that are that just absolutely asinine, moronic, just there's not words to describe, feckless. You just have to literally dust, I mean, shake the dust off your shoes and leave. And I know Florida is probably going to be the U-Haul capital of the world here in, in, in just probably in a matter of weeks when people leave New York and Pennsylvania and, and come down here and the traffic's going to be worse. But hey, if you want to vote like you did yesterday, God bless you. Come on. We'll make room for you. Um, the candidates, I just, and when you look at them, I think that's that was, a, that was a serious issue. And again, that goes back to another issue we're going to talk about is Donald Trump, but he puts probably candidates that aren't very quality candidates out there because they stroke his ego and they make him feel good about himself. And so Herschel Walker probably wasn't the greatest candidate for the, for the GOP. Um, I think if you had other candidates in there, it, it probably would work a little bit better, but, um, yeah, it's, um, I think that's an issue. That's an issue. The people that were true fighters, when you talk about Christy Nome, you talk about Brian Kemp, and especially Ron DeSantis, that were true fighters for freedom during the the, the COVID uh, pandemic, got monsterly rewarded for that. I mean, they won by huge margins. And so I think and I hope that that's going to be an example for people to to push and, and just, you know, go for freedom and make sure that that um, is, is celebrated because that's the winning ticket. If you're a moderate, if you just kind of stay here or there. I just don't think that's going to be a winning formula. The second issue I think is funding. When you look at the gubernatorial race in, um, in Michigan, I think Whitmer and the Democrats outspent Tudor 10 to one. Now they say Trump, you know, endorsed Tudor late, but he has a hundred million, $200 million war chest and he didn't put any money towards that. And then you have a lot of the, um, the GOP that didn't put a whole lot of money towards that especially when you go in the Senate race in New Hampshire under Bullock, Mitch McConnell didn't put a lot of money towards that. And so I think you have an issue. I listened to a, a podcast with Ted Cruz the other day, and he basically said, Mitch McConnell, he funds incumbents and moderates, and he does not fund true conservatives. So there has to be an issue to get rid of Mitch McConnell in there. I said that yesterday. There just has to be a realignment um, the alignment's off big time as far as a true conservative party instead of just a party that acts, acts blue but wears a red coat. And I think that that's a big, big, big issue. Um, there were a lot of, of candidates that could have used a little bit more funding and a lot better messaging. Um, 
And look what DeSantis did with his messaging and his funding. He didn't have to spend a lot because his messaging was so on point. People knew what he stood for. He stood for freedom. He stood for keeping things open and he stood for personal, uh, the ability to personally choose how you want to handle pandemics, crises, whatever you want to do. Then it comes down to Trump. Um, I was pretty encouraged when I was going through some tweets and things on Gab, uh, seeing how many people were just simply saying Trump needs to get the heck out of the way because he is toxic. He is toxic. I don't want him to run for president. And I'll tell you, tell you, I also don't want DeSantis to run for president. I'll tell you that in a minute. But Trump is, um, he didn't do very well last night as far as the candidates that we needed to, to bring home. I mean, as far as Oz, as far as Warnock, as far as some of these other uh, gubernatorial candidates and, and Senate races. And the thing that really got me was out in Colorado. There was an issue out in Colorado where <laughs> we had uh, Joe O'Day. He was going to be the Republican senatorial candidate out there. And he went on a, a like a morning show and they asked, would you support Donald Trump in 2024? Now in Colorado, a lot of people probably don't like Trump. And he said, no, I, I would not support that. Well, that hurt Trump's weak little feelings. And so he went on offense and basically told everybody not to vote for Joe O'Day. The first truth that Trump put out last night was Joe O'Day lost big, make America great again. So this guy is not a team player. Trump is not a team player. He does not have your best interest at heart because that was an important seat to gain for majority in the Senate. But his ego, his ego is bigger than bringing everyone together and having a party that wins and defeats what we're experiencing right now as far as literal inflation is up 458%. I mean, as far as the cost of goods, we're fighting evil, we're fighting murder, we're fighting child sacrifice, but his ego gets in the way. And so I think that Trump just needs to get out of the way. I don't want him to run. He is toxic. He brings the whole party down. And I think we saw it last night. I think we saw the fact of the matter that his time is over and that we, we're in a situation where we really, we, we've got to change. We got to change that up. And then I would, I'll say too, the top of, of, of the GOP, the actual leadership in the GOP has got to, has got to change as far as we have Mitch McConnell, Ronald McDaniel, and, um, uh, who, uh, I can't even remember the guy, Kevin McCarthy, this, the, the head of the, the, the house Republicans just, there's, there's no fighters. Someone was asking me the other night, who would you want to be picked? I think they were talking if Trump ran, who would you want to be the vice presidential candidate or who can, who can go against Trump besides DeSantis? Name one male that's a fighter that you just immediately know, yeah, he would be great. You can't. You absolutely can't. That's a problem. Because the ones that are the fighters, the one that you would pick up, and say, yes, I would want them to represent me, our women in the GOP. God bless them, but it's time for men to stand up. And I've said this ad nauseum on this. It's time for men to lead, to be fighters. Follow the example of DeSantis, which is going to lead me back to why I don't want DeSantis for run for president. Because I do not believe in election integrity, and if he was to run for president, I don't believe he would win because I believe states like Pennsylvania, states like Michigan, states like Wisconsin, states like 
like Arizona will do the same thing they did in 2020, do the same thing they did yesterday, and they'll do the same thing in 2024. And they'll cost Governor DeSantis the opportunity to legitimately be elected president. So I don't even want to waste that because we would lose two years of him in Florida. I don't want that. So I would rather him rule and just go scorched earth from the state level because we have the opportunity for him to lead a coalition of governors that that rise up and bring the power of states to a whole new level like they should be, like the original founding fathers intended it to be, and to use their position as leaders of states to push back and make the federal government weaker. That's what I would like to see. I hope DeSantis uses and spends his political capital starting today. I hope he just starts getting a, a, a torch and burning it down and that other people see and other people use the power that they were given, such as Brian Kemp, such as Christy Nome, such as, um, oh, I can't remember the lady in Iowa, but the, who, who, won, who won re-election as, as governor, Kim Reynolds. And um, I hope that they just go at it and stand up and show what you can do. Kay Ivey in Alabama. I mean, you, you have to get a coalition of these states together to rise up and make the federal government impotent. No power. Just cut them off at the, at the, at the pass. If we keep the, the, the House, that means that there'll be checks and ba balances. There's still a little bit of hope for the Senate. Um, little. But again, I think the balance of power where, you where there's checks and balances is healthy. But I, to me, that's why I don't want Governor DeSantis to run. I don't believe in free and fair elections. I don't believe that anything in the Rust Belt and up there, up, up in the North is above board. And so I think it would be a waste. I do not think that it would be viable for him to do that. So I would much rather, two days ago, I was different. I wanted him to run. But from what I saw yesterday, nothing was cleaned up and it actually got a little bit worse. They're actually more embraced and emboldened to do this out in the open. And I just, to me, I don't think it's worth it. I don't think it's worth to lose the greatest governor we've ever had and potentially that's, that this country's ever had. So I want him to lead from the state level. I want him to help make states more powerful. And I think he honestly can be more effective that, at that point than he can be with the, uh, with the presidency. And one of the last things that I also think was a problem is I think that there was so much talk about a red wave and a red tsunami that I truly believe it suppressed GOP turnout. And I believe that there's a lot of people that saw what was going to happen, saw the polling and thought, you know what, this is going to happen without my participation and my involvement. If that was you, shame on you, because every single person it takes to be involved in this. And I know I said it's worthless to vote in Pennsylvania. Um, I, I kind of agree with that. But if you have the opportunity, go for it. Um, it. It's, I think you need to get involved in a level to hold those accountable. Because without the consequences, there's, there's not going to be change. But I would, you have to start that on the local level. Like in Florida, every single vote counts because we have free and fair elections. We have to show voter ID we go to a, a, a place where it's verified, it's a paper ballot, it's scanned, we see the tabulation, and if there's any discrepancy, they can pull those out of a box and recount them and rescan them. Um, in Pennsylvania, you don't have to have voter ID. Pennsylvania, the judge was gonna allow voters to, to continue going until November 14th. 
in Pennsylvania, you're able to have election electioneering, which you're able to solicit votes right up into the polling. In Pennsylvania, they had signs of candidates within the polling locations. All this stuff is illegal. But again, until that changes, nothing's going to change. Absolutely nothing's going to change. But all that to say is I, th I think that there was overconfidence from conservatives, from uh, Republicans, and they didn't get out in the mass numbers that they needed to. One of the last things I see is we had a serious issue with the under 30 vote. And this is, this is kind of interesting because the more you see where society's going and where, and where it's leading, um, we, we see these exit polls right here. And of the ages, 65 and older leaned 13 points higher for Republicans. Ages 45 through 64 were 11 points higher for Republicans. You get 30 to 44, ages 30 to 44, you get two points higher for Democrats. But in ages 18 through 29, Gen Z, Generation Z, plus 28 for Democrats. And that right there is drinking the Kool-Aid. Absolutely. I, um, I posted this on Gab earlier this morning. I said... I think it's more clear than ever that the church and the body of Christ need to stand up and take a more active role in society. The amount of voters under 30 that voted for evil, murder, and tyranny is at plus 28%. This is a very spiritual issue that Republicans would not solve politically. We're in a situation to where I almost think for people that are people of faith, it, it may be a positive in the situation because we can't put our hope and politicians that probably wouldn't have delivered anyway. And um, it, this is a very spiritual issue and a problem we have, a moral problem that can't be solved politically. And um, and that's kind of where, I think that's the distillation of all this is kind of where I, where I take it. The hearts and minds and the people that are voting for tyranny, again, for the ability, I think, the exit polls in, 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 in um, Michigan showed that the main issue there was the ability to kill your baby. That was the main issue that a lot of these, these younger people voted for. And I just, it, it blows my mind that this is really kind of where we're at in this, you know, in the, in this point. So th there's a couple, there's a couple quotes that I, that I pulled off. I wanted to read from you. Um, I guess the big takeaway is libs want this crime, inflation, runaway homelessness, and drug addiction, replacement migration. We all sort of assume they would recoil at the brink, but no, they were like, yes, this is what I voted for. Then they also showed that poll were 18 ages, 18 to 29 were plus 28 for Democrats. And one, uh, one lady says, this is what proves buying votes works. Student loan forgiveness did its job. Bostner early said, this is a political war with forces of evil. They sexualize and mutilate young children. They use science as a political weapon. They glorify crime and criminals. We cannot lay down when we lose battles. We must keep our spirits up and engage in the fight. And it goes on and on and on. But again, I think, I think we have an opportunity at this point 
to self-analyze kind of where we're at, what we need to do. And um, it's, I mean, it's not a lost cause at this point. I just, I think it bothers me more because there, there were, there were so many opportunities to even go above and beyond what we saw as far as with, with the election rigging and fixing and that kind of thing. But as, as people, as people of faith, I guess I will end with this is that what we need to do is we need to figure out and coalesce together, get more involved and let the church become a little bit more aggressive with what we, we, we need to happen and feel that we need to stand up for. Because if we think we're losing rights, just wait, because it's only going to get a little, it's only going to get worse. And we need to be bothered. We need to be truly bothered by what bothers God. We need to be truly upset with what upsets God. Um, hurting children, mutilating babies, doing, I mean, standing against what's unnatural. I mean, in Romans 1, it talks about women with women and men with men, how unnatural and an abomination that is. That upsets God. Now, there's a lot of other things we can be upset with, but I think if our true passion is to hurt with what hurts God and move forward with what pleases God, then I think we're going to win in this situation. So I really, I mean, I just, again, like I said, if there's no consequences, this is going to continue happening. I said it yesterday. I wanted to be wrong, but unfortunately I was right. And so, um, yeah, it's, this is where we're at. We're in, we're in a really, really sticky situation, but hopefully we can hold the house. Hopefully we can hold the Senate. It looks like Georgia's going to a runoff, but we'll see. We will see. We would definitely see. But anyway, um, want to just come back to you because I know yesterday gave you the prediction today, this is kind of where we're at. And so, uh, hopefully we can, you know, move forward and get some, get some, get some better news, hold some people accountable and really try to figure out what's going on and, um, get some change in the Republican party. It's an absolute disaster and it's not going to do anything if Trump is at the helm. I pray and hope to God he doesn't announce that he's running for president. I hope he sees the writing on the wall. I, I hope he feels the tide. A plus 20 DeSantis is, is the way to go. But again, I don't want him to run for president because of the reasons I, I laid out. But anyway, until next time, we'll talk to you soon. Love y'all.